This is how we all came into the world. This is the Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling, your best source for women's wrestling commentary, and we are back from another week off. <laughs> but what a week to come into because there have been lots of news. We're caught up, kind of, and we're okay with it. I'm your semi-basic host, Liz. I'm Joseph. So, um, yeah, like the news, we were planning on just like recording today because we have not been putting out <laughs> content the way that we should have been. And, you know, I was even thinking like, yeah, we're going to have like this whole new format for our show and maybe you'll hear it next week because this week we're talking about these WWE releases. Holy shit, that was so many. Very surprising, not surprising. Some were like upsetting, some not so much. But (laughs) some were. uh, (laughs) I can see it. (laughs) Moving along, (laughs) but yeah. So let's let's get that list out. So no surprise, we're gonna skip over the men, but we will mention Keith Lee because holy shit, what the hell? Such stupidity. And you're saying that Mia Yim is also gone with her with him? Yeah. Not super surprising because they like did not do anything with her this entire time. I wanted. I will hold my tongue. I was gonna say I wanted to root for her only because of like your volatility towards her, but like it was so hard because you didn't we didn't see like anything from her. Um, Believe in kicking anyone when they're down, but she's just gonna go the ruby route, so it's not gonna matter. She's gonna be something somewhere. She already has been. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's already had like that. Um, success, I would say, right? So Scarlet was one of them released from NXT. Not surprising. Haven't been using her at all. At all. At all. Never got around to using her the way that she's been used in the past either, which I was actually excited for when she came in. Knowing they that didn't, she had wrestled, she never did. So they didn't even move her up to Raw with Karrion Cross. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, never even had that chance. I saw her wrestle. I saw one of her matches at, like, um, was it Triple Mania? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, they're a package deal. Like, if you need two people to fill a roster spot, I mean, kind of shows where their value was. It's just weird that they really never used her, and I felt like maybe... She would have been a good person to yeah, to uh, like for promo work and manager work, you know. Yeah, she's definitely like the typical, or at least she's got like the stereotypical WWE look too. So I don't know that they for some reason keep yeah. wanting to push right now. So but we'll talk about that a little bit later. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it, but I mean, it makes more sense because if they, especially if they were expensive, like they could go elsewhere and do bigger things. They might have even asked for their release, especially given the state of where Cross was at. Yeah. Others from NXT was Katrina Cortez, who we maybe saw a couple times here and there. Yeah. Um, B-Fab. She was already on SmackDown. And, yeah, she was just there, like, this past yeah. SmackDown, I've been too. there the last two weeks. They were a good thing. And also, I think Top Dollar had just tweeted out, like, all you guys worried about them changing us up, like, don't worry about it or some shit like that. Like, oh, no. me. <laughs> you should have known. You've been here long enough. You've been through how many of these releases just in the last year and a half? Uh, Jesse Kamea. Bummer. Unfortunate. Um, but, I mean, she's been there a while, and we really never saw her take off. So that sucks. Um, another person that we are very upset about, 
even though she only appeared maybe twice, was Zeta Ramir. What a wasted opportunity. Wasted opportunity. At least on the internet, I'm pretty sure I'm the most broken up about this. For sure. Because every like the few comments that I saw about like from the actual releases were saying like hoo hoo and like I wanted to be like fucking idiots, like the most wasted potential that they didn't even get on TV in the promotion. But yeah, I I think she could go somewhere and be really good too. Like an impact or Velvet could use. I was going to say like she could show up on dark. Yeah. She's been wrestling with swole and what's her ass. Swole could use a new tag team partner. Maybe. Was it? Or new opponents. Yeah. Okay. Um, Frankie Monet. That was the one that. Like what the hell? You take her, you take her from impact. You had so much potential to use her with her husband. And Never got them together. Relegated her to NXT, whatever. Could have been great. And nothing. This is I think maybe the timing of her coming and the switch to NXT 2.0 is probably what hurt her. Yeah. Uh, because I think if she had come in a lot sooner, things could have been very different. Well, I mean, she came in here right at the peak and like there was no signs that all of this shit was going to happen. All right. of the switch happened within the matter of like two or three weeks. We heard, oh, Vince isn't happy with NXT. NXT is rebranding. And then it happened. I'm sure like it had been in the works for some time I'm now. I'm sure, but I'm sure but... a lot of the talent did not know about that. She didn't sign oh, yeah. that contract yeah. knowing about that. Like, yeah. It's she thought such... it was still going to be the black and gold brand. Yeah. it's And it's such, no one's going to say this, but it's as big a ball drop as Keith Lee. Yeah. She could have mentored all of that talent. She could have been such a bigger piece of that whole everything. Yeah. Her and fucking Raquel could have had a long, great, drawn-out program instead of just one dumb match that had to be interrupted at the end. Like, yeah. It was just such a... Such Such a letdown. Yeah. And, yeah. No, there's no excuse for it. Like I was saying weeks ago, it seems like they don't even want to compete, and this is just more evidence to, yeah. to that fact. And then just the way that we've been seeing NXT 2.0 play out, too, oh. has not made me um, any optimistic. And I am the optimist on this episode or on this show. Um, the I next podcast about that. <laughs> I did a podcast about that show because I'm pretty sure we need to get rid Hector and say we're not doing this anymore. So um, just to plug your podcast Take Under, which used to be an exclusively NXT uh, recap podcast is now encompassing AEW as well. So um, and Possibly exclusively soon. <laughs> well, Stay tuned, but definitely check out the episodes. Like, the last one was really good. Um, that's Take Under. And we also saw the release of Eva Marie. Eva Marie! Say what you will about her. She got at least one more person over than Becky has <laughs> in the last three years. And... She looked really great doing it. I'm she sure got a paycheck is a win all around. I'm pretty sure her contract wasn't a very long one, no. especially with like what she was brought in to do, and she was the perfect vehicle to uh, introduce Dewdrop. And, and that character, if that's if that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, but like you've already set yourself up for this. Is I think was a long term plan with what they have for Dewdrop. I'm hoping um, <laughs> because yeah, the way that they brought her in was really genius um and Eva Marie really is talented 
in her in her character. Even though you can't see it on her face that well, <laughs> she she really has like a mind for like that business. She's a businesswoman. And this is just like from me seeing her on social media and stuff like that. And then of course she has her husband Jer, who I mean, I don't hate him. I know other people do, but like, and they could be the most obnoxious couple ever, but I like find them very endearing. I mean, <laughs> she definitely gives more thought and effort than one of the other releases that we've had <laughs> happen, which is very like also probably a win, win, win. Cause she doesn't have to pretend about this anymore and they don't have to keep giving her time that could go to other women. I'm just like really glad that Eva Marie like came in knew. Like, she knew her strengths, and she played to those, and um, she knows she's not the best wrestler, but we still got to see, like, her fun matches and the way she, like... And she still commits to it, like, she Brought them across. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, another criticism that I'll have later, I never didn't believe that Eva Marie didn't believe she was the best person. (laughs) She was the most beautiful, best wrestler in that building every single (laughs) night that she was there. She sold every bit of that, every bit of her character all the time. And um, this one I'm not surprised about because I just figured she's not here long term. I can't really see what they would plan for her. And I'm sure she has other projects that she works with because if you you follow her Instagram and social media and stuff, like she's definitely a hustler. Um, She's like the Sheena Marie of (laughs) WWE. Uh, Eva Marie, Sheena Marie. If you watch Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> she's a hustler. Um, okay, Ember Moon, though. I wasn't totally surprised. It's not surprising, but it is disappointing. Yeah. It, it just sucks that, like, we could, she, she didn't have the time to really, like, bring out, I don't know, whatever it was whatever that she was planning. She can do, yeah. Whatever it is that she's thinking. But, Man, like, it's so easy, and I saw it so much on all these releases. Oh, go to AEW, go to AEW. And, like, mm-hmm. yes, their women's division is getting better. We'll talk about it. But so many of these girls I want to go into Impact because Impact is doing so much cool shit. And yeah. their division, if not the best, it's definitely tied for the best. I somebody. could see Ember going over to Impact. That would make perfect sense. Like, and she, she could, could bring back, like, more. yeah, she could bring back, like, that more mystical yeah. side of her and stuff, so. And they get full creative, full creative control there. Like, we can see what she wants to do with that character. And, yeah. I, I would love to see her over there because she is, like, a creative force. Yeah. And, I, yeah, like, it's just, she just works differently, I feel like. I can't see her like really fitting in with AEW right now with the way it is, mm-hmm. um, because Ember does seem to be more of a sports entertainer. <laughs> I will say, I don't know if it was timidness or just that she doesn't have it anymore. Not that she's lost all; she's lost it, but she seems to have lost a step from when like the Oscar rivalry, like though, like her her peak. So I hope she can get that back. Or I wonder if, like, because her character couldn't be the star of the show, like, if they hamstrung her at some point along. Well, I feel like when she came back from her injury. I guess when she was with Shotzi, she was kind of. Oh, that was bringing that. That was different, yeah. But I think since flying around the way. Well, I was gonna say since her injury, she really didn't. um, (laughs) So remember in Make It or Break It when uh, Peyton broke her back. <laughs> yeah. 
And she had to go from <laughs> and she had to go from being like this powerhouse gymnast to a more artistic gymnast. And it took her a while to really like find her groove and like find her strengths in this new way of gymnastics. I feel like Ember never got a chance to That's gymnastics is dumb. <laughs> Ember Ember never really got a chance to like adapt to her new body after um after her injury, you know? So that's why it never seemed like old Ember because old Ember was gone. The same way old Peyton was gone. Yeah. And like I'm not necessarily clamoring for old Ember because like <laughs> yeah, I don't need to have it, but like at least every now and then have kind of the explosive thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like with Shotzi, she kinda did that, but yeah. definitely if she shows up somewhere new and if she does still have that or is she if she's capable of getting back to that, like to I that, think she needs to bring that wherever she shows up. Again. I think she just needs to really adapt well not adapt more but like be more comfortable in the new style that she has to take on she has to because she had like a really gnarly injury and so i think that's why i think impact is probably like the best place for her because if it is that full creative control she can really bring out a whole other side and like start from scratch and i think she's the type of person that can do that yeah yeah i mean We'll keep on going about the with the releases, but like, I don't want to say that some of these aren't warranted, for sure. Like, I mean, I don't even want to say the ones that are, but uh, all of these women, if they can, if they see themselves continuing to be this, need to go back and watch Tay Conti's transformation and how hard she's worked since being in AEW. Yeah. And not that she wasn't good in NXT. No. We, she was, and we saw those flashes. But we never but really saw, she, like, full Tay Conti. She never... I don't think she ever, like, fully committed to being a pro wrestler there. She was just kind of like, I'm cute. Like, of course I'll, I'll get pushed here. And then Whoa. when she didn't, it was kind of a wake-up call. And she got to AEW, and she seemed to... I'm not saying that she didn't work hard there, because we didn't... Like, I, we don't see any of that stuff. But it never came through. And when she got to AEW, week after week after week, she was getting better and better. And she has been forever. And now she's, like, fully over with that crowd. Like, they love her. To the point where it wouldn't be inconceivable for her to be Brit. Well, I was thinking about, okay, so like a little bit in her defense, when she was on NXT, she wasn't on, she wasn't on TV very long. And when she was, every time she appeared, it was like she was in a brand new gimmick. They would put her with like a tag team, um, like as their valet or whatever. And then she would kind of wrestle with them. And then maybe one week she was showing off like her judo background. And then another she week she wasn't. A couple matches. Right but... before she got released yeah. is when it was like starting to culminate into kind of like what's going on right now with her in AEW. But that's why like, I, I think she never really had that chance. And she was still so new, I feel like. Yeah, like she had just come to wrestling. She hadn't been doing it this whole time. But um, yeah, like it's... She is a good example to look at, though, uh, of being able to, like, find your character and, and yeah, like, really just like growing it. And, like, now she – and I don't want this to come off as, like, negative at all, but it's, like, if she can do this with, like, some limitations coming to a brand-new country and all, like, everyone else should be able to do this. Yeah, and, like, I'm not even saying, like, if she can do this, she can – I'm just trying to say, like, yes, it's – it's possible and like people that we haven't seen get that we never saw get that chance just like her like like you're saying like Jesse Kamea never really got that chance right. but 
she could do it. She just needs to show us and put in that work the way that she probably has been behind the scenes. And we just, we just haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure we're going to see some of these ladies like on other promotions and hopefully like getting just like really getting big off of them. Um, like especially Zeta. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And let's get to the most surprising one. Nia Jax. I, I really am surprised by this. I thought she was going to be here forever. Cause not because she cares about wrestling, <laughs> but man, she was like total Natalia status. She ain't never going to leave, but I guess we were wrong. Uh, she's not married to the women's division creative director. That's true. That's where, that's where Nia Jax messed up. <laughs> How can you tell me it's budget cuts and we still have this fucking person walking around like i don't care if she's the mascot of your women's division behind the scenes that's no excuse to keep her around there's no reason other than tj is booking this that she's around (laughs) Um, just straight up call it up like other than some of the women that they released had much more potential than she's had at this point yeah um The true villain of WWE's women's division. (laughs) I'm. That was her ace in the hole this whole time. Like the reveal. How does how does she keep winning? How does she keep doing this? Yeah. Becky was the one that revealed it. Thank you, Becky, with that Instagram post. This is who the the power behind this evil villain is. I love being able to tell people. You know, TJ's like the producer director of the women's stuff, right? And then, like they're they're minds just exploding and seeing like you know like a flower blooming in <laughs> time lapse so many light switches going off. oh <laughs> what this makes so much sense now <laughs> every little thing that i wanted to make make sense that i wanted someone to make make sense makes sense now like future of pro wrestling and you're trusting it to someone who has possibly the most forgettable career ever in wwe i don't care how many friends he still has on that roster how, how this is gonna upset people like <laughs> don't give it to somebody who's not even that good sean michaels isn't even good at this look at the state of nxt <laughs> and so well one of the things i was gonna say is like he he does produce a lot of the women's matches right um and some of them you're like oh my gosh like good good calls on these right i mean even if the finishes suck but <laughs> um why don't we have any women right. doing this? It's not like they don't have a wealth of people they can pull from. Yeah. I mean, why not just move Natalia into that role? <laughs> um, Vince loves having Trish around. Like, I don't give her get millions it. of dollars. She'll jump on a Zoom with you every week and tell you what to do. Trish is the new judge of Canada's Got Talent or something like that. <laughs> yeah. She's probably better off doing that than doing this shit because oh. she would jump on Zoom calls and tell them what to do and they'd be like, oh, okay, and then not listen to her anyways. Speaking of, because I, I was just going to say, you could have the Bellas. Um, Nikki is going to be a judge on Amer's, America's Got Talent Extreme. I don't know what that means, but she's on it and that motocross guy from MTV. TJ Lavin? He's going to be a judge too. <laughs> And Terry Crews is hosting too. Yeah, so um, I am very looking forward to that and seeing Nikki Bella again because Total Divas is also Dunzo. For real? Yeah, they came out with the interview saying like the reason why they ended it was because Nikki was like, I don't want my son 
on TV, basically. And then Brie was like, yeah, my daughter doesn't like to film, and neither does Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. He doesn't like to film. So they're just kind of like, I think we're good now, especially since they moved to California. And Nikki was the one that was like, I love being on reality TV, but like not to the detriment of my family because Nikki is so thoughtful. And here come the fucking opportunists. Like, give us that wrestling <laughs> reality show. We'll do it. I kind of want to get NXT out of the way because I'm so I, I think I'm done with 2.0. I gave it a chance. Um, there were some things I liked about it. I thought that maybe it was going to go in a different direction. And there's no signs of that. So I think I'm kind of checked out of that one. That's one less show for me to watch. I I want to be done with it so bad, but there's still some stuff that I like with it. And well, I as far as the women's be, division goes, but definitely the women's division went from being what happened there. Unfortunately, years ahead of everybody to being not even like maybe the second to maybe being the second worst. Maybe I'll wait till Candace comes back. If not but the worst. I was gonna say, unfortunately. This is the only time that I've actually been interested and excited for Dakota's new character. I know you're not super into it, but like, this is the only time where I'm like, oh, I could totally root for this. But I feel like I'm just done with NXT 2.0 altogether. Everything that they do is just like has shades of being good, but it sucks. And that's the thing that like is so annoying about it because... Like I said, I'm pretty sure Shawn Michaels, if not booking it, definitely has a lot of creative influence on it. And if that's the case, how is the, I don't want to say the greatest of all time because Jericho's had a better longevity to his career, but peak greatest of all time, greatest whoever did it at any like point in time, Shawn Michaels. How is he so bad at this? Like You're just rehashing the Undisputed Era stuff with these other people. With this other like female faction, where two of them suck and two of them can't wrestle. So, and I, I was just gonna say we didn't even really talk about Mandy being the new champ. Well, it's because we don't even really need to. But to get back to the Dakota thing before I yeah sidetrack that, like I don't. What I mean by that is Dakota's character, where she's doing like this voices in her heads thing, like it's too much of a half measure for me because. Dakota has, like, we've seen all these promos where it was radically different. Like, we didn't even know. We were supposed to not even know it was Dakota, even though a lot of people had figured it out. Like, come back and just fuck things up. Don't be, like, timid about it. Or don't be, like, it's an influence or, like, something that's breaking down and you, like, just be here to wreck shit. Take what's yours this whole time because you haven't, you haven't to this point. You tried to with Raquel, but now something else has snapped, and now you can do it on your own. So, in defense of Dakota, which is something I never <laughs> thought I would be saying, um, because this is NXT 2.0, we really haven't seen Dakota like for months now. I would say months, right? This really is a clean slate for her. There's going to be a lot of people tuning in that maybe don't even know like this full Dakota background. So her coming in like this with... The, the twitches and voices in her head, I, which I actually really like yeah. because this is like the most like character I've seen for her from her that makes sense. And that was like my biggest gripe with her. It's like I never really knew who she was. Like, and in this case, it's like, yeah, we see her, we see her struggle because we know that she, at least 
even if you've never seen her before, you know that maybe long ago she used to be someone who was like really good and bright eyed when she was team kick. Um, but then you know that she beat up Raquel with a shovel. And so like at this point for this stupid rebrand, this works. And I think like you can justify like her not um, just like going wild and taking what's hers. Because if you're like, again, brand new, if this is a brand new start, we never knew that she like should have had all of this glory basically. I mean, that all happened here though. I understand it's a rebrand. It did happen here. You have commentators for that reason. And these guys are really good. They can tell that story. They can do that. Dakota can do that yeah. in the ring. Like, you don't have to worry about your talent getting that story over. I I understand where it's gonna be good. It's gonna be able. It's gonna allow her to show much more range than like what I would do. But for that, that would be where I would go with it. It's just fully snap and just be that that force now that you never have been in this division. That you've always like wanted to be in this division, but never were able to. But be. that's the thing too. Is like I can't really see her. Like that isn't believable anyway. Some, I mean, something's <laughs> changed, and that's what changed in the meantime, and that's what we need to find out, and that's what she needs to reveal. Well, I think that's time. the journey but, that we're going to go on with this character. But that's the thing is, like, it's again, I think it's kind of a half measure to not have, like, the half measure being not snapping on Cora Jade there, even if you're going to have the like the voices and stuff like that, she needs to knock her out there. She needs to jump on that table because it's not even that. I wouldn't even think that would be that bad of a bump like for Cora to take. But then when she just walks away and puts her skateboard there, like it's. Well, no, and that's the thing. I didn't like. I just didn't like the way that that ended. It seemed very, very bleh at the end well, when see, it was building to be something cool. And I think that I think that's the point of it. I yeah, think I think this is going to be something that we get to see build up over, even if it's just like two or three weeks. You know, which might seem a little bit short. Um, I think we're going to get to see that. Maybe I'm just. We're going to. Given that the 18 people got released today, and I'm uh, not even maybe. sure that Dakota will survive through the week. Oh, right. Because <laughs> Vince probably doesn't even know who Dakota Maybe he met her once when they were there for the invasion. Yeah, well, I think um, if I if I check in with 2.0, it's just going to be for Dakota right now to see where like her characters progress to. Yeah, but I think cool. that is like the whole point of it, and I like it. This is the first time that I've like really wanted to to root for her. <laughs> see that's why like i'm obviously wrong because it's got you intrigued about it so <laughs> it's just what i would do for my taste but oh my yeah. god I, I mean there's probably some people that would agree with what you're saying too dan what they did to this division by putting Ma the strap on mandy and what? toxic shock okay jc so. jane is not a good wrestler she's not even a good performer she almost dropped eo i don't know if you saw that yes. Gigi had to save her when she came in, almost pushed her off the turnbuckle. Oh, my God. That match. It wasn't even a match. That ladder. What was it? Oh, the ladder match? I the thought you were talking about the brawl. No, no, that no. That happened this week. The Halloween, Halloween, when they won their tag titles, right? Yeah. I um, forgot we didn't even get to talk <laughs> Um, Gigi is a star. She's so good. I told you that Whoa. weeks ago. She's so good. She needs to be a little bit more subtle with her like direction to but that's what I'm what's saying. her face. Like, she took she every time she's there, she takes the spotlight. She she's does. so good. No, I'm saying like she was directing what's her face, like 
to like look 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 where the camera is oh, I stupid. Didn't see it, like, it was like when her, like, as a yeah, no like literally directing funny. her. And like I we've seen see we've seen some of these girls um uh, like Sasha's like notorious for it. Even Natalia when they're like calling their matches and stuff um you can see them like working together and Gigi has that and it's so cool to like have seen her through this match but you could honestly give Gigi the women's championship yeah. make Mandy part of the tag team and yeah. that makes so much more sense right. Mandy cannot cut a promo to save her oh life and it's so unfortunate because I, I mean I like Mandy but I do not like this that's going on right now people I mean I don't know if it's just bots or if it's like the same one person that has six accounts on Twitter but some people are lapping this up and I don't understand it. She can't sell. The only thing that she brings to the ring at all is that knee because her Which matches is amazing. are amazing. It is amazing. Like admittedly so. Her matches are terrible and sh- like I'm sorry that you aren't that you weren't around during the heyday of FHM and Maxim but and I hate to be that way like all the I'm sure that you've been working hard. All the effort has not come through. Like, seniority doesn't rule. Not everybody gets to be champion. Like, we've talked about this over and over again. I'm sorry. Just because you've been here longest and you were on a you were on a main show and now you're here. Like, not everybody gets to be a champion. You're not good enough. Um, I was going to say maybe that's just, like, condition of the contract for moving her down to NXT. Or maybe not down. Moving her over to NXT. But like bullcrap to all the women who were on NXT who were part of the best women's division that has ever existed. What sucks is that I know Mandy could probably do so much better because we've seen her with Sonia. We've seen her in the feud with Sonia. We've seen her with Otis. Mm -hmm. And like she can do really good character work. And what she's doing right now is just so like 1990s. Who even acts like this mean girl anymore like that isn't uh, i don't know i feel like we i feel like we've moved so far from that so having to see mandy be put into yeah like the mean girl champ role where she's telling people that you'll never look like me like who gives a shit even beyond that her whole baddest bitch in the game thing like she said that same line like four fucking times already and each time it's just like as lifeless as her matches or as lifeless as her like effort and comes across in her matches and i'm sorry it's just not good at all to me and it doesn't interest me at all and like the people who i heard busted open where they were talking about it and they said oh she committed to that program or she committed to that promo and it was so good like she had, or I think uh, Tommy Dreamer had, it was like, she had so much confidence in that promo. And I don't know if that dude's taking one too many kendo sticks to the head, but <laughs> the, from the face that you're giving to me tells me that I'm not wrong. Yeah. From the time that that camera hit her with that championship through the end of that, pr- or to the time that EO comes out, never once did I get any whiff of confidence in her on that camera, which like, like yeah. she's been there before. She's been in huge stadiums. And I don't know, it just did not come across here. She was not ready for this championship. I don't know why we're handicapping this division. Well, for, for I think her. I think that the way that they booked this was just like really it was it, it just really wasn't thought out very well. It was just like we just gotta get the te- like the title on her as and soon as possible. Like as an and NXT fan, like it pisses me off because what it, it would have been very easy to keep the strap on Raquel, because it's believable. And you can keep having great matches because she's a great wrestler. She's a great worker. And then take the strap off of Ciampa and put it on Braun Breaker, which we won't get into because they're men. But like, 
It's I don't like know you what's can't happening have, with this show right now. It's like you know we can't change titles like two titles at the same time. Um, they changed I just, every single other one. I just feel like ugh, with Mandy, they could have done something way different and like lean in, like the way Frankie came out and she was just like this glamorous. She's like a glamour bad bitch. Yeah. They could have done something like that with for Mandy. No, instead she came out and copied the exact thing that Carmela had done and not two weeks before. Yeah. And so, and that's what's funny is like you draw the parallel to Carmela, which we've gone kind of on a roller coaster of emotions with her the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, basically you draw the parallel to what she's doing. She is making it work. She is the, like, Carmela is another like creative mind that, I am so glad we get to see, even if like her matches aren't the best, but this whole most beautiful woman in all of WWE finally got the payoff because she brought out that weird ass creepy mask. (laughs) And she talked about it in an interview where she was saying how, you know, they told her, you know, you're, you're pretty. So you're going to probably have to work twice as hard. And when she, the way that she described it sounded really weird. It was like, it, it, the way it came off was very like, people are just going to be jealous. Yeah. And, and then she did it because she was, I mean, not because, but she also then drew the parallel to Mandy. Like, Mandy's going to have to work twice as hard because she's pretty. Like, you don't think Raquel's pretty? You don't think Rhea's pretty? Why Why yeah. is that? Like, there's no standard of pretty. These women Not are these beautiful. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? You're pretty. Like, just because some fucking old ass fuckwad coach in WWE told you this? Like, yeah. tell that or like say, oh, okay. And then walk away. Fuck this guy. Like, me and these other women are going to show all these assholes what's up. Exactly. And, and don't go and like. Well, I that's why that this that is... was a character thing because it was on yeah. say stupid shit with Corey Graves. But <laughs> don't go and fucking perpetuate that bullshit because then you're just continue like you're just continuing these fucking standards when you didn't even have to mention that at all. Yeah, and just I know she's try and put, just to try and put over Mandy when like Mandy can get over on her own. She's just not doing it right now. Yeah, and I was gonna say she kind of puts her foot in her mouth because like she's mentioned before too in an interview with that. Well, just because I haven't been on the indies and I'm not going to get, like, the same push, which is also contradictory to, like, what she just said here about being pretty. Like, that's the reason why she got that push. But in her – and that's why I say, like, we've been on a roller coaster of emotions with her because because she's getting this push and we know why she – originally because she, like – leapfrogged other people to get drafted first she did make the most of it and she does use her character work to like steal the show she did it with our truth um with this most beautiful woman gimmick at first it was like a little bungled little like hazy we didn't know where it was going and her bringing out that stupid ass mask to protect her beautiful face is just like genius that was like the best thing that she has done so far and it's that's what's cool about Carmella is it just gets like better and better and better with her character work because like look where she started from when she was just like princess from Staten Island hanging out with Enzo and Cass and she was a hairdresser that was her story (laughs) Bianca was never on the indies like (laughs) No, I know. I'm just saying, like, she does, like, have those foot-in-her-mouth moments. And it's funny, like, the reason why I was bringing that up, too, is because she's best friends with Bailey, who worked on the indies. (laughs) So, who knows? Maybe she's doing it in character, 
But I think she does just like have that foot and mouth syndrome. Um, well, I mean, these are actually these have to be like actual things that, even if they're saying them like with a certain tongue in cheek kind of way, like got to be something that bites at them at some point. Oh, like, for sure. Where does it come from? They're, they're yeah. criticisms that they actually hear from like this to- these toxic fucking fan bases. Yeah, but. and that's why like you don't get to see like her like their everyday lives to where they could probably explain themselves better. And it's just like these little snippets from interviews and stuff like that. So that's why like I. We were only reading snippets and yeah. hearing clips, so that's why it's like roller coaster of emotions with Carmela. Yeah. But we're just here to say she knows what the hell she's doing. She takes that opportunity and runs with it. And even if she is the most beautiful woman in all of WWE, subjective, she makes like she she doesn't let coaches like that in NXT who tell her you're gonna have to work pretty hard because you're just a pretty face. Blah, blah. Like she actually does prove that. I don't know if you want to talk more about NXT, but <laughs> um, I I really am I'm I'm done with it. I'm just so done. So yeah, they're really doing it at like the worst time because AEW is starting to hit their stride. Yeah, so we did like a mini binge of AEW stuff. Um, mostly because like the TBS tournament started. Well, I've been watching it. You I know you. I know. <laughs> I well, I did a mini binge. Um. But yeah, that TBS tournament is coming up. Um, I started it's, watching it again mostly um, because <laughs> the TBS oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Well, you know we're in the process of we're it. Yeah, there we go. We're in the bracket of it. Well, I guess still technically the first round. <laughs> I uh, once I saw that Rio Mizunami was back, even on dark. I'm like, okay, let's get into it. Okay, again. At least, what two matches? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's been. Uh, I love seeing She's her. So good. She's so good. <laughs> Every time I see her and she didn't win that tournament during last summer is so annoying. Fucking um, Sheeta. I know. Her work with Emmy was really cool. I wasn't even upset with her losing to Nyla because that shit was cool. Even her work with Chris was cool. Like, as her t- as her talking Yes, partner. yes, had, yes, that's right. She always has a chemistry with whoever she's playing with. Everybody, yeah. So she they, has a chemistry with fucking Abaddon. They like, need to, they really need to utilize her more because they they could they're like already the, doing really great stuff with the women right now you yeah. know just like on dynamite and rampage um she needs a spot there she needs it even if she gets or not she doesn't need it we need it yeah. everyone needs to experience it the women's wrestling industry needs it yes she should get in that tournament somehow and win it, but it's not going to happen. Maybe she can. No, I can't think of anybody that she could knock out. Nah, nah. Cargill's getting that title. <laughs> I can't. When I saw the draw, I was so pissed because it was. I mean, I, I can't say it's supposed to be, but putting Cargill and then, if it was Cargill and then the Rosa in the final, would be the only way that I would think that then the Rosa is going to go over on her. But I don't think Cargill loses before she gets to the final and. Seeing the other side of the bracket, I don't think she loses in the final. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, Cargill like, needs to go to the John Cena school of acting. <laughs> she could totally benefit because she she has the look. Yeah, but she can't talk. She can't, and her matches aren't that fun. They're, so at least, at least, like 
She needs At least to make your promos better. <laughs> yeah, her footwork more. And that's why I always say she can't be champion right now. She'd be way exposed because she has a lot of miscues still. And she could get there, but like if you overexpose her, people are going to jump out right away. And she, it would be a waste of that investment in her talent and just like in that whole character to do that to her. But. I mean, they fucking shoved Brit down everybody's throat still, and like at, again at the expense of the division. So I could see where two champions just reign forever at the expense <laughs> of the division. Well, um, but then the rest is gonna take that belt soon, I think. Britt Baker and her match against Abaddon for their like Halloween rampage was really good. Yeah. I mean, I think it still exposed Britt because I was thinking, ooh, everyone who's had a match with Abaddon has like been. Really great in working with her. Who are we not? Well, we've seen some people be really great. Well, okay. The the high caliber of yeah. the women, which is like Sheeta, Rio. Um. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We've seen them too be great with her. Not everybody has, but there's been some bad ones. But that's the other thing. It's like Brit should be able to pull out like the best work she she's can do as, as she's, she's a face best of the woman in wrestling according to most of the marks in AEW. she's the face of the division she's the voice of the division she should be able to like sell this with abaddon and being it's like halloween episode you're fighting a dead girl she sold nothing like there were cool spots in it but it wasn't it wasn't to like credit to her they couldn't break the table twice um the thumbtack spot was really cool when she shoved those in Abaddon's mouth. But oh, like, I mean also when Abaddon got her and then like, oh, and she so, she like ro- rolled her over on the thumbtacks. I love brutal. I love that Britt calls herself like, did she call herself like the queen of hardcore or something like that. Like, <laughs> basically just putting herself over as like this hardcore wrestler when she's had maybe like two. Um, <laughs> she lost one. <laughs> but that's like her heel persona yeah. coming out, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. But I really want to talk about Sheeta and Serena Deeb. And Sheeta and Serena Deeb 2.0. Yeah. Holy crap. Those were so good. So I, they totally threw me thinking that, you know, Sheeta was going to get her little 50th win Did with you? her cute little trophy. As soon as I saw oh, that they trophy, swerved I was me like, completely. No fucking win. Like when I saw, oh, it's going to be Sheeta's 50th win, I was like, wait. Just announcing that, like, you don't announce you're going to win a match before you go into a match, especially now with someone like Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb was like, uh uh-uh. showed up with that attitude, too. <laughs> oh, that, that series was so good. I, it can't be over yet. She I, has to lose so they can have another match. Oh, for sure. But, like, that was so cool because you had Serena Deeb see, going, like, super heel. You have off-title shit with your great fucking women. Yeah. You can give us these matches, damn it. And, People like, were literally they chanting. They have been these last few weeks, so I don't want to, like, shit on AEW at all. They've been giving them time, and this tournament has been great. Like, <laughs> their women's division is being everything that is living up to what it can because they're giving them time that isn't Brit-related. The only criticism I'd have is they're not like the best wrestlers in all of the well, world. <laughs> we're gonna get there though. Hopefully, Serena Deeb versus Cheetah. That was like Cheetah amazing. Was amazing. Yes. Yes. Oh, we're gonna get <laughs> I'm not like versus I'm just Serena saying, at some point too, and that's gonna be probably the best women wrestlers of all time wrestling each other. Slow down. We're only two weeks in of like really good AEW women stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping so much better than yeah the other no no women. definitely it's, it has been I'm just saying um, 
So Serena versus Sheeta. That's what I'm saying. With NXT also falling behind, it's just amplifying what AEW is doing. So we also got to see like Serena turning heel, uh, breaking Sheeta's little <laughs> would-be trophy. But then in the second match, Sheeta just carrying that broken-ass trophy. <laughs> It was such a, oh man, it was so good. And the finishes were cool too. So Serena with like the actual deadly submissions. We watched NXT UK before watching um, the Serena match. We're like giving shit for Ginny's half crab. No, Ginny's crab looked as good as Serena. (laughs) That was like the one great thing that she did in that match. Yeah, but then you're saying, I'm just saying, you're seeing Serena Deeb pull out all these really cool ass submission holds her like inverted figure four. Um, there was one. I knew she was good, but these two matches (laughs) put her on, on Thunder Rosa level for me. (laughs) Um, and then just also seeing like a different character of her right now, just like being like the mean, mean vet. (laughs) Well, that's why like, yeah, who the hell do you think you are? I've been doing this for way longer than yeah, you Yeah, yeah. Um, but during... <laughs> she showed her. So during the TBS... So that was the Sheeta Serena 50th win, probably, that didn't actually happen. But then we get them together or facing each other in the TBS bracket. And that's where, like, Sheeta had her cool finish where she reversed Serena's uh, move in, like, just uh, the way she just, like, landed on her because she trapped her. She's like, you are not, like, kicking out of this even if you, and it was no matter how hard you tried, you yes. Know, you can finish a match without being a choreographed finish every yes. single fucking time. And that's the difference between, like, these really good women and, like, the ones... Just wrestlers in general because yeah. Finn did the same thing on Sun- on Thursday. Uh, okay yeah yeah yeah. so you know like the people that you have that get trained a certain way and that's what sucks about nxt 2.0 that is that we hear that they're really not going to focus on any indie wrestlers they want to have like their homegrown talent and we've already seen like why it could be a detriment because then one well first like you don't get like really cool spontaneous matches and two you're not getting like the experience from like the people who have wrestled on indies try stupid shit and can like pass on that knowledge. Like don't do it this way because last time I did it, I nearly broke my neck. And that's where we were like uh, calling out botches in NXT. uh, Some of the women's matches where it's like, where, like where are the vets right now? I mean, there was botches all around, but definitely I think they're missing Candice's. Yeah. And Candace like is guidance, indie. Guidance with any of that like hardcore stuff that they're doing. That EO spot looked dangerous Ooh. as hell. And it was Ooh. just all based on timing. Like Yeah. And, and that's yeah, the thing. Somebody more experienced might have gotten or might have like known how to pace themselves better. But yeah, like whatever. She was fine afterwards. It was just a scary that spot. That was a scary spot. Um but yeah, like that's when we were talking about that, you kind of see why it's important to have people like Serena Deeb and Sheeta, because yeah, you get like these, yeah, like basically you get like where you can turn around would be botches, basically. Um, the next people that are supposed to face up, we we did see Penelope Ford and Ruby Soho. It was whatever, but I- Ruby won. Honestly, I, I'm just not, like, 
too keen on Penelope Ford, so I'm going to blame everything on her in this match. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> but the Ruby, the Ruby angle they seem to keep going with is like, they're, they're, I think they're trying to make her the Kyle O'Reilly of this division. Because everything that I've, or the few matches that I've seen of her is just her taking a beating and outlasting her opponent. It's the and Homer Simpson like, method. Yeah, that's why it's the Kyle O'Reilly that they always did in NXT. Like that dude took crazy bumps and he would always just end up outlasting his opponents. That's what Ruby's doing. At least in this one and in the Brit one. Like there was just so yeah. many near falls or so many times where like mm. they could have just put it away and then they didn't. And I mean, you know how I hate like near fall, yeah. excessive near falls. <laughs> so I haven't been super impressed with Ruby's like booking so far but she's been great i just hope that we get cooler stuff out of her i guess yeah um so yeah the upcoming ones are red velvet versus the bunny and jamie hater versus anna J, which just happened this week that but one happened. yeah do you know who won that one jamie hater okay gonna fight thunder rosa. that's cool uh thunder rosa came out right afterwards and yeah, scared they off were, they were beating up Anna Jay, Tay Conti came to save Anna Jay. They all started beating up Tay Conti because Tay Conti's going to fight Brit. And then Thunder Rosa came off because came out to scare off all of them because she's fighting Jamie. Yeah. So that's the catch up. And that's where Thunder Rosa has been. <laughs> um, we kind of talked about NXT UK just now, but we were watching her last match against, or the last match, which was Ginny and Michael for the championship. Michael's so good. And, man, like, just all of her matches are just so, like, they're just so good. Like, I don't know. That's the best Ginny match I've ever seen. <laughs> just to pick a fight with you, she's not as good as Emmy, but she's good. I disagree very much. <laughs> um, I think she's the best, and I like Emmy, but no one can touch Michael. <laughs> yeah, she's not as good as Michael. Um, I really love her and Amelia McKenzie's um, teacher-student relationship. <laughs> yeah, Amelia's my favorite one. Because so. at some point, Michael's going to leave. And, yeah, I think Amelia McKenzie's going to well, be the face and championship of that division. Yeah, but I don't know that that, uh, that I want it to be, like, like a passing of the torch that way. Like, I kind of... When I was seeing them all in that hallway, I want Blair to break McKenzie and then go straight and break Michael. And then, like, Mackenzie has to kind of oh, I like that. build himself up that way to, or, like, come back that way. and She has to use the teachings. Like, once Michael's murdered by Blair Davenport, yeah, we get to see, like, Amelia. And the reason Amelia... that Michael gets murdered by Blair Davenport is because she was too weak and she got beat by, she got destroyed by Blair, yeah. like, the week before or two weeks before or whatever. <laughs> She's in the hospital. She can't even help Michael. <laughs> she could be in the hospital Michael could be visiting her in the hospital and get put in the bed right next to her because Blair comes in and, do, and does that. But they're not going to do a <laughs> shoot like that for UK. It'd be fucking cool, though. That would be cool. Very, very believable. Um, Blair Davenport, uh, I kind of filled you in that basically she was suspended because she went on, like, yeah. um, just decided to go beat up everybody instead of having, like, matches. And she attacked... Stevie Turner and Stevie was like pissed wanting to like an actual match with her. So, um, they reinstated her and they had their match together and she just like, she, she just destroyed her. 
Blair did. Is Timmy Turner a Terminator or a Spice Girl? I have no idea, but I am not interested. <laughs> like, I saw her backstage thing where she looked like she was a Spice Girl picking on Danny Luna. And then we went back a few weeks, and then she's a Terminator. Like, what is happening What here? does that even mean, Protocol Wasteland? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't really. I'm out. Yeah, same. <laughs> a male's higher than the pirate. The a mall. <laughs> Who also got beat up by Blair Davenport for funsies. <laughs> um, so, oh, by the way, Michael retained her title. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. We got to see Amelia McKenzie do, was it was it a neck breaker? Yeah. On that guy that hangs out with Ginny. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, he was trying to get involved, so she, uh Took him out, so that was cool. But they that match was fun. Isla Dawn match, and then didn't they have another women's match? Oh, Isla Dawn. <laughs> I mean, giving them all time though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They do, but I just kind of wanted to touch it's on these ones. It's a one-hour show for them to yes. have as much time as they did in this last week. Was cool. Yeah. I'm saying NXT UK 2.0. Maybe we'll revisit it here and there. NXT I UK is NXT like more UK. fun right now. I don't. Think it's NXT more fun. UK is as. While you have Blair Davenport, Michael Satamura. Yeah, but you don't have EO, Raquel, Dakota. Like NXT has EO, Raquel, Dakota are not going to get used properly. And you know this because Mandy already beat the crap out of EO. I'm not even a fan of EO. And I knew that was bullshit. That was where I knew that something like this is just wrong. This isn't NXT (laughs) anymore because. I should be hating this because EO should be stomping everybody. And yeah. she's not. No. So. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Mandy wants to come in and say this isn't NXT anymore. Like, okay. Well, I liked NXT. So I don't know why you guys changed it, but I'm not going to watch this anymore. You know, I gave I'll you catch a up on. I'll catch up on Twitter, yeah. which I don't think you get credit for engagement, so I can at least ha- know what's happening. But let me know when something good is happening in the women's division. So if you don't strap Kylie Ray within a month, like, yeah. I have no idea. You mean Kaylee Ray? Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Within a month, I have no idea what you We'll wait for Kaylee's because return. Because her promos look sick. Yeah. Kaylee's, we'll, re- we'll return for. But for now, um, it's just mostly like social media watch. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Impact, which we haven't been uh, keeping up with, but glad to finally see inspiration <laughs> and seeing them uh, perform was awesome. <laughs> So right now they're the tag team champions. Uh, Mickey James is a new women's champion, which I'm so happy for. She still kills it. It's amazing, like how good she is and how long her career has been. And yeah, she's still like she's top of the company right now. So her match this past week was against um, Madison Rain, mm. and yeah, good. But I'm just always in awe of Mickey. We've seen Madison before, too, and I don't yeah. think that I've been as impressed with her as I was in this match. Like, she looked really good, and she was doing a lot of stuff, like, crazy just kind of jump and flip stuff that I hadn't really seen her do before. But, yeah, Mickey's so good. Yeah, and then... Um, and it's so cool to see her. I don't know if, she, if she's under contract with Impact or if she's just I think I'm right pretty now. sure she is. Who, I thought she was with NWA, but cool. Um, it's more talent on their roster. Yeah, they're, for sure. I'm Impact saying, is just so much right fun. Now. Yeah. Like there's they can go town for town with anybody right now. Um Decay. <laughs> Decay uh lost their titles to inspiration. Of course they want their 
rematch. And so now they're stalking uh, inspiration around like the locker room and backstage. And so now inspiration thinks that they're ghosts. Yeah, she thinks they're ghosts. (laughs) And so they're doing an interview with one of the backstage girls. Um, I don't know the and they're and basically they're asking like what's the deal with the ghosts (laughs) and they're like oh well if you don't like paranormal (laughs) stuff around do you mean these ghosts and they're like what 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 are those ghosts i was talking about these no she's talking about decay yeah because she's like if you're like um basically if you don't like the paranormal stuff that happens at impact you might want to stay away from uh the undead bridesmaids (laughs) and they're like who the hell is that she should have just been like if you don't like paranormal stuff you gotta get the fuck out of these contracts (laughs) right because i'm pretty sure we're gonna sign ember moon soon too (laughs) we're literally signing the moon um (laughs) but (laughs) i'm pretty sure we're signing the moon soon too they're like who the fuck is that ember shows up in three weeks (laughs) with their old music um so yeah uh that this past week was just um, Mickey versus Madison. Uh, Jordan Grace is the digital media champ, which I guess all of those matches are just on the Impact Plus app. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure because she that is one, she's defending she her. Won was on. Well, was on a pay per view. for glory. Yeah, but she actually is going to defend her title, and it's against some guy. Yeah. Um. So. N- Need to figure out how to watch that without having to pay for another freaking streaming service. Um, but anyway, then we have Mickey. Who is she going to face at this next pay-per-view? Glacier 2.0. So Mercedes is... <laughs> Mercedes came out and she like cut her promo against Mickey. Um, which... But yeah, so they're going to have their match against each other coming up soon. I'll reserve comment. <laughs> it's been too much of a day for negativity. I'll reserve comment. Well, let's. We're I'm gonna very much looking forward to a Mickey James match at a pay per view. I will say that. We're gonna touch on a little bit of WWE. I only want to bring up Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch because that match was so cool. Um, and was uh, it at the main event too? Before we get to there, we gotta talk about SmackDown. SmackDown was actually eventful. Oh, I wanted to save that for last to end on a high note. Oh, let me make it so. <laughs> Yeah, it sounded like you were only going to talk about No, we're going to talk about that, but I just wanted to save it because I already know how this is going to go. So, Bianca versus (laughs) Becky. (laughs) You cannot convince me that Bianca's big-ass arms is going to submit to Becky's disarm her. Please. Her biceps are bigger than her head, and you can't even tell because Be- uh, Becky has so many extensions right now, and that's just an optical illusion. But you're not going to tell me that Bianca is losing to Becky Lynch. Thank goodness for that cheat that got uh, Becky the win because I would have been so upset. This is not believable. No. Becky, from before she went on leave, could totally beat Bianca two out of three times. This Becky has beaten her three out of three times, and it's not believable. Like, I don't know what they're... I know what they're trying to do, and they're trying to get her booed. Bad booking is not heat, Vince. I know you. I know it's what worked with Goldberg. I know it's what worked with Brock. I know it's what worked with Roman before. It's not heat. One way to satisfy... Have her actually be a good heel, or have her be a face. Like I'm just going to say, what would really be... 
believable here is if she just talked about her super mom strength because moms are the worst yeah. and she isn't tapping into that for her real character. I mean, Somebody did uh, like yell at her after the match. Oh, your baby's so cute. And she was like, yeah, I know she came from me. I would believe it more. She was like, the reason why I win is because I think about my little girl and that's what gives me the strength to get through these matches. I would buy that more and still boo her equally because that is an obnoxious statement to make, but you're I not. Lacey might file a gimmick infringement suit against her. True. Or Lacey right now is filing <laughs> a, tra- a patent on that gimmick. <laughs> um, but, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Battle of the Moms. It would be Becky and Lacey because the see there I set well, up your storyline for when Lacey returns to you're welcome. I mean I've also seen people in my timeline complaining that people aren't booing Becky and it's like if people aren't booing Becky it's because she's not trying hard enough to be booed and she's <laughs> coming out in these segments where she's like did you hear them half of those people were booing me it's like I don't think you know what a boo is Becky they are very much cheering or maybe she's trying to like communicate to the the fans I think that's what it is I think that's what it is it's like if you have to tell them to boo you just be a fucking face already just be stone cold already (laughs) just say I'm lady stone cold and stop trying to be like I'm the the only Becky Lynch like we know what you are it's a prototype sorry about it you're falling right into it like (laughs) you're not any better Sasha she can get booed as a heel she can get she can get cheered as a face you can't do it it's a very hard thing to do it's very hard and it's Charlotte okay can't do it charlotte could never be a face bailey no matter how hard she it. tries like, bailey can do it bailey can do it i don't think thunder rosa could get booed she's my best woman on the planet right now i could see where she could get booed one she's mexican <laughs> <laughs> i, I mean, say this Jericho as a mexican first one out there <laughs> leading the charge yeah let's boo her guys um but yeah like not everyone can do it and it's okay <laughs> um it's uh, yeah so it's just baffling booking to me i'm still i'm i check in with raw i check in with raw and i have to because you have bianca there um but smackdown and is where it's at tell me what to do or what yeah. to watch because yeah. i would not watch that show otherwise <laughs> but smackdown is where it's at right now Oh my goodness. We got um Shayna on there now too. <laughs> that match against Naomi, I watched it. Give Naomi that a chance. Match oh. was from bell to bell a minute and 40 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a joke. Like I know you guys are doing a program with them, but come on. Oh boy. Oh this boy. This is ridiculous. Well, I said we were going to I said we were going to end this on That's a high note. Like, <laughs> Let's just get into it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Again, I'm not trying to be too negative. The one, like, the one good thing that I could say is here, when Shayna snatched her up at the end, <laughs> I didn't get like lackey vibes out of it. I got like, all right, just shut the fuck up already vibes <laughs> out of it. And like, that's what Shayna needs to do. I want Shayna to just go knocking people out when she's done with them. Because she can. Yeah. It should just be, it's, it's like when a cat is playing with the mouse. Yeah. Just be like, hee hee, hee hee, I'm going to chase you a little bit. Okay, I'm done. Smack, tear. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Naomi each time. Like, I just want her to kind of run around, be like, like. Th- I mean, I don't want it to be Naomi each time is what I should say. I don't want her to be Sonya's lackey. Like, she's so much better than that. That song, she could come out and just drive fear into the heart of whoever just is standing in the ring because is Shayna going to fucking choke me out in the middle of, in front of all these people? It's so great. 
I'm trying to think of who else is on SmackDown right now that could like. Well, it would have been BFAB. Yeah, that's too bad. Oh, well, I guess it's just going to have to be Shotzi a lot sooner. (laughs) So speaking of Shotzi, she challenged Charlotte, SmackDown champion, um, to not a championship match, but just she was saying like, yeah, you want to face someone that you haven't faced before? Face me. This was before um, or this was after Sasha had already come out to call out Charlotte, telling her like, you don't want to help any of these women in the locker room, which I don't know, maybe it's like referring to certain incident or uh, incident, but Sasha's like telling her like, you only care no, about she yourself. Was laughing at her calling herself a leader. She called herself a leader. Yeah. And Sasha's like, no, you're not trying to help which anybody. We didn't talk about that incident in the back, but Charlotte was totally the leader. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so Charlotte got her match with Shotzi. Shotzi comes off on her tank. She's shooting the missile projectiles. Everybody's just, like, going crazy for it. Charlotte's even just like, oh, yeah, cool, you got a tank. Like, BFD, yeah, I'll fight you. And we got, like, one of the coolest matches that we've seen in a while. Yeah. Because it, it was just, so like, it time. wasn't repetitive. It was so good. It was different. It was a different person. And there was, like, some criticism about Shotzi's, like, I don't want to straight up say botches because they weren't. Or sloppiness. One of them might have been, but I did notice sloppiness, like like you'll say, like you said, in her match. But I think it I mean it goes to show how kind of green she is here, how little time they've given well, her. Well, I so was far. gonna say it goes to show how raw she is. Yeah, but her sloppiness wasn't like wasn't bad botching the way that that springboard later in the show was her sloppiness was like an over rotation here yeah. or like over committing here. And like, that's the shit you can coach out of somebody. Yeah. Like that's the shit that you can like, okay, now you can, now you've seen where that adrenaline is going to like try and make you over rotate. Like Control. that's what you have to. Yeah. It's like, like she's going to get so good in here. And then this first, like not, yeah, it's her first singles match on the main roster, isn't it? Or yeah, did, they, singles, do it, did singles. they do singles with Natty and Tamina? Oh, they did, but I mean, she was still part of like hanging out with Tegan. Yeah, I know so that, this is like Shotzi this breaking is out like on her, her own. Show, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And like we, there was rumors that they were going to make her go heel before this, and we'll get to that. But man, those people fucking loved her from yes, from jump. Oh my gosh! And I was saying that when she was in NXT that like she's, the minute that she moves she up to the main roster, start. She could have been the star in NXT, and they never did that. It was a wasted opportunity because they had to keep that strap on. Well, somebody. I think we're going to sort of get, like, that Bianca um, run. Not run, but, you know, like, the the way that Bianca never got the championship either when she should have. But she came up to Raw and just, like, or Raw and SmackDown, and she just is who she is now. Yeah. She She's not going anywhere. And she's, like, basically cementing herself in this company. And I think Shotzi's going to sort of be on that same trajectory because she knew what to come in with. It's kind of like Bianca coming in with her look and knowing who she is. Shotzi coming in with her gimmick, her look. Confidence, the way she oh, came out of there and challenged yeah. the... Charlotte knowing Flair. Knowing like the, the opportunity, what's going on, like you could totally come in and fuck this all up and this is your big break and she just... Ate it up, ate it up. And the audience too. The audience was chanting her name even after she messed up that uh that suicide dive. Yeah, because they got over because she did like other great stuff. Well, because well, not just that, but literally right afterwards, she just started howling. Like that didn't phase her at all. And then she did that cool ass um 
What was it that she did off the top rope? The is it? A, it's not a sunset flip. That was you like, thinking about in the beginning, but she messed that up. She flipped over. That was where she no, flipped no, no, over. No, 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 no. This was at the end. This is at the end when she actually like. Well, basically, she spider monkey climbed up the top rope to get to Charlotte, um, and did I don't know if oh, it was yeah, a her yeah, karana yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when she did that though, and that just like won everybody and was like, oh, moment, but we also moment. Had to see like, like I was saying before with like the way that she, or like we had we is. This, she pulled something out of Charlotte we hadn't seen in Charlotte in months. And yes. that's like the She's good she woken the Charlotte, great Charlotte out of Charlotte again. And we had to see a whole different side of Charlotte. And Charlotte always did that before. Whenever she was in with different opponents, we could see her wrestle in different styles. We saw Shotzi have to like adjust her footwork to being the smaller person and she can't overpower Charlotte. Yeah. And yeah. Charlotte is the prototype for all the women she's going to have to face going forward. So like where she's running around at the end like bouncing yeah. off the ropes it looked so fucking good and like yes that's how she would have to win this match it's they that everybody did so good in that, <laughs> in that segment no that's not even the end of the segment yeah because <laughs> I'm still just halfway through. so you have Sasha who's cheering on Shotzi because she wants to see Charlotte get put in her place that might be my one criticism is Sasha was corny as shit but you have to be to sell it wasn't her motions that were corny I think if you're cutting to that camera that's right in front of her, you need to cut that mic and be on a different microphone because was she, she it was too it was just too present. Like her voice was so overbearing in that it was almost like she was another commentator. I and actually didn't mind it. Dis- you know, why I didn't mind it because them. I tune out the commentators anyway, and hers is a woman voice, so it didn't bother me. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna disagree because I think like Sasha being there like helped get Shotzi over, helped like really. It's kind of like... That's what I'm saying. I don't okay. think she, Sasha, Sasha, Shotzi needed it to get over. I don't think so either. But I feel like because, you know, we hear like backstage stories about Vince McMahon and stuff. This felt like a, all right, we're going to give it a chance. But if it doesn't work, like, I'm not going to want to ever see this green-haired lady again. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's I, I just feel like that's... Shotzi's got the look. The way that Sasha came into this, though... Um, because it's a brand new person. You don't know how it's going to go. Like, even though we've seen Shotzi before, I'm just saying, like, I feel like Charlotte and Sasha were both, like, working together to really get this whole segment over, and it worked. Yeah. Whether it was them, I know well, I mean, a lot of it has to do with Shotzi, too, but I'm just saying, like, it's like they all came together, and this is the whole women gotta stick together example that we have on like display. over-the-topness does also bring them like makes that the ending of it drives it much home more but i'm just saying like as a viewer from home i didn't like her voice in the mix being at that overbearing maybe it's more me being a sound person than anything that was <laughs> that was just bad mixing and so at the end uh towards the end you know like sasha's just getting involved because you know she really wants to see charlotte lose not necessarily caring about Shotzi's role in this match not caring about how it's going to affect her she just wants to see Charlotte lose and she thinks she can help she thinks that like she can get involved and help sh- get like Shotzi won over on her um like the real life exploits of a certain red-haired roster member <laughs> so doesn't work Charlotte uh takes Shotzi out with natural selection because Shotzi's distracted and like she gets in, she leaves, she laughs. And Sasha comes in, she's just like trying to like talk up Shotzi, you know, like, oh man, you did great out there. And Shotzi just like shoves yeah, the crap out of her. She's like, 
you're the one that lost this for me, basically. Like, she's like, I didn't need your help. Like, freaking Shotzi Blackheart. Or I guess she can't say her last name, no. But, um, yeah, so then she just starts attacking Sasha. So, one, we got a really cool match between Shotzi and Charlotte. And then we get to see Sasha just sell the shit out of everything for Shotzi. <laughs> oh, man, what a night. Yeah. The... And the longer that went on, the more bought into it I was, yeah. the more they were booing Shotzi, the more it looked like, hey, this company actually can learn lessons because Shotzi will be a baby face no matter fucking oh, yeah. when you want it. To, when it's time to turn that key and make her a baby face, these people will get behind her no matter what. So you bring her in this way and actually get her get booed or make her come in being booed. And not in a, like, ridiculous way, like, biting the neck off of somebody. Yeah. Like, she gets booed in a believable way, beating the crap out of these people's champion. And you get to build that heat with her. And, like, I know people are like, oh, why? Shotzi's such a baby face. Why would you not do that right now? It's because of what you guys are doing with Becky. That's why. <laughs> Becky can't get booed. She's literally begging you in segments, boo me. <laughs> Sasha, this is where you Shotzi's boo. Shotzi's not going to have to do that. Because of this, because she's going to build that heat now and she'll have that layer to be able to return to where like when when you're ready, when she is a baby face, she'll be able to turn on something and be like, fucking Shotzi, stop turning on people like we want to love you so bad <laughs> again. But she'll have that base layer where you can go back to booing her. And this is where it looks like this company can learn lessons. And then we get these fucking 18 releases in one day again. <laughs> so, well, I, I hope that helped that helped her out with it. I hope that did it because that was such a good, yeah. that was such a good show opener. She's so good. They're, they're, their three program. I bet is going to keep going. I hope so. Because who else do you really have as a challenger right now? Right up there. Yeah. yeah who is as a challenger right now? Again, Charlotte right now on SmackDown. I mean, yeah, you have Naomi, Shayna. Oh, I would love to see Shayna. Um, trying to think of who else is on SmackDown. Fabs out there anymore? No. Well, I'm talking about like just. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll get. Um. Well, I don't know if we'll get visits from Rhea and Nikki because there's no tag teams right now. Yeah. Um. Actually, I wonder if Raquel might be moving up. That'd be and cool. SmackDown would be a great place for her. <sighs> who comes out and beats Charlotte? The person who can overpower her. Yeah. Person who overpowered Rhea. I wonder if we're gonna get Alexa back anytime soon. Is she drafted to any show right now? I think she's on Raw. I, I think that's what I read. I read that she was possibly going to come back with her old gimmick. <sighs> I hope not. Me too. I hope it's something different. It's something completely she different. Could do yeah. Something completely like she's shown throughout this whole time how good she she's is. She's too smart as to character. just come back as that yeah. little Miss Bliss. Yeah, yeah. She's evolved way past that. Yeah. She was past that within like six months of her being here and then also, she just stagnated with it for like another two years well I was gonna say also I don't think that's really her yeah um especially when you see like all these documentaries of her and stuff like that and see her in real life how she's just like the nicest Disney freak um seeing her as the goddess I really didn't like it and even if she were to come back as I think she could come back as a face too yeah and really yeah and just being in that like um just like that positive role model, I totally think she can do it, but like still with an edge if because they, she has a, like she has a huge following of young girls. I 
I can't really see her coming back as like a another mean girl with like the bleach blonde hair. If they bring her back as a face, I'm gonna feel so bad. If within the next month, I'm gonna feel so bad for Liv Morgan. I was gonna say I was gonna feel so bad for Bianca because like, <laughs> we're gonna get Alexa and Becky again. No, Bianca's gonna get over no matter where she's at at this point. Like she is over. People love her. But this is looking like they're finally going to push Liv for the 500th time. <laughs> she was the one that came out and challenged Becky. Like, people want it. People are clamming for it. Well, she's been telling everybody, too. When Becky left, she told me, when I come back, you're going to be champion. Yeah, like I she... wonder if Becky actually said that or if she's just like, I didn't say that, but I can't, like, deny it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I don't need to rehash that. I'm not the biggest Liv fan. But... I would feel so bad if that's the case. And then just like, well, come on. You knew we we were going to push you, but Alexa's back. Like, <laughs> you get it's it. Alexa. <laughs> and then she's just like, oh, fuck. What about Alexa and Liv uh, tag team? Nah. Not here for it. <laughs> get Alexa back with Nikki. If, that, if she's going to be in a tag team, but she shouldn't be in a tag team. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if there's anything else we got to talk about, but this has gone on pretty long. And I hope everyone has a really good weekend and that you had a good Halloween. And I'm probably going to start Roads to the Top now that I'm all caught up on everything. So stay tuned for that mess. (laughs) But watch some more women's wrestling. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star rating, leave a review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends who love wrestling. Also, you can click on the link in the description to leave us a voice message, but not like any creepy ones. Okay, fine. A little creepy, but tone it down.